Hello! Thank you for coming to this video today, guys. This is the Cardano Aura Episode 5. It's going to be a really good one. We actually had Josh from Proof of Africa on um, with his proposal, ABCD. Uh, it was a really good podcast. The reason this podcast isn't live is I'm trying something new. Um, I may do some of the podcasts not live, maybe do a little bit of editing, a little bit of pizzazz in between them. Um, and also he had some connection issues, um, just from United States to Africa, there were some latency issues, you know, so sometimes he would cut out. Um, and then by me editing that, uh, it kind of made it a nice cleaner, cleaner episode, you know? So, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you do make sure you leave a like on this video, uh, click that notification bell. Um, it should be about right here. Uh, that'll help me out greatly. And then also commenting down below. It means so much. Um, the other way that you can support me is delegating to Bloom and Bloom 2. Uh, we have a 2.5 million pledge to secure the network from Sybil attacks. Um, we also have over 3,000 delegates. So you can see a lot of people in this ecosystem already trust Bloom. The other thing you can do is actually download the Brave browser. Um, the Brave browser is awesome. It, it blocks ads and the trackers within those ads. Um, and it keeps your, your data. It, they're not collecting as much data on you, which is awesome. Um, and the final thing, if you guys want to build your own stake pool and you would like some help with it, some consultation, um, or you would like someone to maintain and run your pool for you, feel free to contact me at Peyton at bloompool.io. Um, yeah, let's jump into the video. Um, but let's jump into the video. How are you doing today, Josh? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on the show today, man. I really yeah. appreciate it. It's no problem, man. Yeah, we've been trying to set this up for a little bit, and I'm excited that we finally got it working. Um, and I'm really excited to hear about your proposal. Awesome. Thank you so much. Really excited to be here. Um, so the, the first thing I wanted to talk about today is um, I wanted you to introduce yourself a little bit. You know, I think that's kind of like really imperative information um, for your proposal, you know? Yeah, okay, sure. Uh Thank you so much. Uh, first of all, my name is Joshua Akban. I'm a Cardano ambassador. Um, I started, I became a Cardano ambassador way back in 2018. Uh, that was two years ago. But, you know, to give you more you know, insight, I, I uh, actually got involved in the blockchain scene in 2017, where I found out about, you know, uh, actually got pretty involved in the uh, crypto ecosystem. And I was around the first time I actually uh, bought my first cryptocurrency at that time was an ICO. Uh, it was uh, Electronium. So, you know, watching that coin just rise and it actually just, you know, made me stay. But uh, I found out about Cardano in 2018 and um, I immediately fell in love with Cardano because uh, it actually had, um, first of all, it was a, a proof of stake uh, blockchain. And um, for me in Africa, you know, seeing that we can actually like have records on the blockchain, especially with things like, uh, you know, Cardano solving things like uh, land registry. And um, land registry is actually a big problem in Africa. I saw that as a problem that I relate to. And so that kind of like, you know, made me come into um, the ecosystem proper to learn, you know, more. And obviously, I, uh, like every other person, I watched the Charles Hoskins in whiteboard presentation. Yeah, the old classic. <laughs> yeah, the classic. Yeah, immediately fell in love with uh, you know Cardano, and then uh, it's a pretty interesting story. Like, um, I when I actually started knowing more about um, blockchain technology and, and Cardano, especially, I started like you know getting my friends together 
and you know teaching them about blockchain technology and they had no idea what i was talking about <laughs> because there's there's actually nothing to actually uh relate blockchain to it's, it's actually a new and nascent technology and mm -hmm. um it was, it was new to me as well so i was very 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 crazy about uh, in Nigeria to actually join. We had people. Hey, uh, stop for one second. Um, about seven seconds just cut out. So just go ahead and repeat kind of that last whole whole topic. Like not the whole topic, but really just like the last 20 seconds. Okay. So um, I got involved in the Cardano ecosystem by, you know, when I saw um, Charles Hoskinson's whiteboard presentation. Uh, and I immediately fell in love with Cardano. And then, uh, you know, I got actually inspired to, uh, motivated to actually start teaching people about blockchain technology and Cardano uh, specifically, because it actually solves, um, our, you know, most of our problems, record problems in Africa. You know, Africa is actually not poor. We're just, you know, it's just mismanaged. So we can actually solve that problem by actually introducing a system that manages, you know, you know all of uh, decentralized uh, systems that have been set up by the government, which is which incentivizes corruption. And, you know, so I started teaching people about uh, Cardano. Uh, I didn't really know much about it, but the little I actually understood, I would, I would gather like a lot of people, a lot of my guys, and then, you know, we just get space and then we just talk about, you know, just talk about cryptocurrencies, talk about blockchain, talk about Bitcoin, talk about Ethereum, and then introduce them to Cardano. And I did, I held meetups with over 20 people, 30 people, sometimes you know 40 people and um you know that's how that's pretty much how i got uh in uh, you know into the Cardano ecosystem and then um back then i actually entered the forum and i posted pictures of what i was doing i, I really didn't know there was like a ambassador position or things like that but you know i just got you know basically uh, I, I was made a Cardano ambassador in africa and nigeria precisely and from then on, you know, I've been in this space. So what happened was um, uh, last year, I I met a fellow ambassador, uh, Max, and, um, you know, around like July when we were talking. And I thought, because in the meetups I hold for Cardano, uh, I actually use my own, you know, funds to actually make sure these meetups hold. So <laughs> it wasn't sustainable for me because at some point, I was running out of money because I would actually um, give them cryptocurrencies just so they can relate with it, you know, mm -hmm. so they can understand. Yeah, that's what's that's what I do Most here too them. for all um, all of my new friends and family that are getting into it. I send them a nice uh, ten dollar ADA, you know, like here you go, here's your new year oil wallet, you know. So I know where yeah, you're coming exactly. from, and especially with and especially with running out of money eventually, I know exactly where you're coming from. Was with the YouTube channel, you know, I started doing this. I want to say a year ago, and I was funding all of this out of pocket during the ITN. I funded my whole stake pool out of pocket, so I know exactly where you're coming from in that regard. So we just had a little bit of a breakup um, in the audio connection right there, so I just wanted to do one little uh, clip for our sponsor. Uh, this will be the last ad in this video, and I really do appreciate your guys' support. Um, so our sponsor today was Alien Stake Pool. It's a Cardano stake pool uh, with ticker Alien. Um, big shout out to them. The sponsoring this channel really helps me out. Um, and it really helps me continue to make these videos. So big shout out to alien stake pool. Uh, the link to their ADA pools will actually be at the first link in the description down below. So make sure you guys check it out and thank you guys again. I really appreciate it.
you know, that was a great lag. I'm sorry, you have to go back again. <laughs> oh, it's no worries. Uh, what did you miss? Most of it? Uh, I think it's, you're talking about your ex- experience. Yeah, most of the experience in you know, distributing data to this. Okay. Yeah, so I, I know exactly where you're coming from um, in regard to just funding that and, and worried about running out of money eventually with my YouTube channel and, and also my stake pool, you know. So I, I just see completely where you're coming from as far as doing those meetups. And uh, I did I do the same thing when I get new people interested in Cardano is I set them up a Uroi wallet and send them some ADA in it, you know, so. Yeah, awesome. But the interesting, the interesting thing about um, actually talking to people about Cardano or cryptocurrency is uh, – you find out that part of the reason why they don't actually understand cryptocurrencies, uh, there are actually two reasons. Well, first of all, um, the uh, cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin were actually introduced in Africa through uh, you know Ponzi schemes. So it's really hard to let you know try to convince them and make them understand that it is not a Ponzi scheme because their first introduction to cryptocurrencies were you know through Ponzi schemes where you know they take uh, you know, it was it was crazy. So I, first of all, you have to change their mind about what it actually is, and then secondly, uh, you know, most people, most young people in Africa, we don't really have, let's um, say, financial education. So you'd have you find yourself teaching people what money actually is, and then after that, you have to teach them what sound money actually is. So it's mm-hmm. a whole different experience, actually. You know, so is that more of a recent people. thing, um, like the? the Ponzi scheme for cryptocurrencies in Africa, is that like something within the last 10 years or was that before Bitcoin came out? Um, I mean, Ponzi scheme has been here forever, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's been here for a longer time, but you know, they started, you know, like uh, as a payment for their platforms, they, they started using uh, cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, especially Bitcoin. And then, um, you know, that's how people got to know about it. So I got to know about Bitcoin way back in 2016. And it was through, like, the Ponzi scheme. I hear people talk about Ponzi schemes and they talk about, you know, Bitcoin. It was, it was synonymous, <laughs> you know. So mm-hmm. um, I only started doing my research in 2017. And that's when I actually bought into an ICO. That was my first buy. Um, so, but, you know, so if I meet any other person and you know, talk to them about um, cryptocurrency, the first thing that comes to their mind naturally is the Ponzi scheme. So you have to, you know, of all, you know, clear out out of their mind before you actually introduce, um, you know, what you're trying to say to them, and then you find yourself actually teaching them what money actually is. And I don't even come from a financial background, but from my little research, I could actually give them like, you know, start defining, start defining what money is, and then you introduce to them what sound money is, and that's what you know we're dealing with. So it's a whole lot of education to do, and you know, that's part of the reason why we created um, POA. So. And I don't know if you know about POA, Proof of Africa. So what Proof of Africa is, uh, I and Max started Proof of Africa. It's supposed to be a, a stable power adoption driver. So like I said earlier, I I've, I couldn't, um, it wasn't sustainable it was, for me. It was supposed to be what? It was a stake pool? A stake pool powered adoption driver. That's how we okay. termed it. But basically, yeah, so basically... We're supposed to sponsor our, our activities, especially education and meetups in Africa with the proceeds from our state of Africa. So, um, so that's why we created the Proof of Africa. So I met Max last year and I talked to him about it. And, you know, we're just, you know, thinking about it. It was just an idea. 
and he's not like a developer i'm not a developer we have no experience you know writing codes or whatever <laughs> but we just we're just passionate about the same thing which is you know pushing the knowledge of blockchain technology and especially down in africa you know so from then on you know we went on to um actually take part in the incentivized testnet and part of what we do actually for the community not just for africa actually is to provide guides so we, we provided guides in um the incentivized testing and also the Haskell testing, also for the Haskell maintenance. So, and we yeah, I've seen I've seen the guides specifically for the um, the Haskell testnet. I, I always like to look at all the right. different guides and see if there's anything about Linux that I haven't I haven't learned yet. You know, and I did I did learn a, a bit from your guide, so I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we we watched the videos as well. I watched the videos, even though I really didn't understand a lot. But you know, I watched it <laughs> just to get an idea because I'm not coming from you know technical background. And the way you kind of you know like you explain like basically everything like to like a layman, <laughs> so it was pretty cool seeing that from you. Really good work. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, man. I'm glad so, you um, enjoyed it. Yeah. And that's, that was kind of my goal with yeah. it is, I mean, I think one of the first things I taught was typing LS to view all the files, you know, and then make a directory, you know, that was kind of the, the, the audience I was trying to target was, okay, this is how you use Linux at a very basic perspective. And then now that you know that you can learn from there, you know, cause that initial hump to me, and I think to a lot of others is the hardest one to get over, you know, and once you get over that, it's you're, you're smooth sailing. Right, right. I remember, like, for uh, for other people trying to use that, because uh, we have um, a stake pool called Zoe Pool uh, that came up. is an, also an African pool, but she used our, that's April, she used our guides, but, you know, sometimes she also watch your videos and go through what you do just to, because she's coming from, like, a law background. She's a law student, and she has no technical background. So, you know, she would watch to understand the terms, the meaning, and then go to the guide too. So, you know, having all that material out there, resources for, you know, for the community actually helped, you know, in creating more stick one, getting more people on board into, um, you know, the, the, you know, Shelly mainnet and ha- actually creating posts. That's part of the reason why we have so many posts, you know, so many, there was a lot of materials out there to actually help people to, to learn and understand how to create a stick pool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I think that's a really big reason why we have so many pools. And then I think a second reason is how good the Node software is. You know, just the fact that even without a lot of experience, once you get your Node up, um, it'll stay up. You know, it's not going to crash like it did during the ITN. And, um, like, there is some things you have to do to kind of make sure it's it's being the best Node it can be. But um, so I, I really do commend IOHK for that, you know, and that's a big part of there being so many pools and then also resources, like you said. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Can I introduce the project right now? <laughs> yeah, go for it, man. Yeah, that's a, um, <laughs> yeah, that's just, uh, that's a good introduction to you though. I really okay. appreciate it. No problem, man. So basically, uh, I uh, I actually I saw this post about like Cardano uh, uh, project Catalyst actually, and uh, I thought, okay, cool, let me you know join them <laughs> because we actually had this idea uh, for ABC, which is a you know, white project on uh, Cardano, yeah, just skill for Catalyst uh, project Catalyst. So um, 
it's like a spin-off from uh, POA. So ABCD is supposed to be, because we have, you know, like I was saying, about having like meetups, you know, in Africa. So what happened was we had like a, a lot of developers come in, you know, like, hey, how can I be part of this? How can I build on Cardano? Um, because they already knew about Ethereum, but the Ethereum was not scalable. So we had developers that are actually talented, they want to do something on Cardano, but they can't really, don't know how to go about it. And some of them don't really have like the materials or the resources. Uh, some of them doesn't, they don't have like good laptops and stuff like that. So we don't get quite appropriate like a center and have these, you know, people come to the center and then we train them, you know? So that's like, so it's like a spin off of POA since we've established that. And we're trying to like do more for developers and also businesses because we have some businesses uh, some startups that would come to our meetups and then talk about how they would like to onboard to Cardano. And uh, we felt, I think it would be more, you know, it makes sense to actually incubate these guys and then, you know, help them grow and, you know, watch their project actually develop into, you know, a blockchain business or a blockchain startup and, uh, you know, build the solutions they want to build for Africa. Hmm. So that's how, yeah, that's how it came about. Uh, uh, so in a nutshell, um, ABCD is a center for developers, uh, you know, that will create opportunities for Africa by providing blockchain solutions for the world uh, by mobilizing, you know, the pool of talent, you know, working remotely, you know, on the continent to build solutions within the Cardano ecosystem for developers. Uh, also for startups and also, you know, enterprise and you know, government uh, as well. That's the whole idea around, around ABCD. So if you want to see why we why we're doing this well, we have to if we really care about uh, adoption of uh, Cardano in Africa because, like I said earlier, uh, we can teach people all we want about uh, about Cardano in Africa, but then it doesn't go as far as when we are, when we have solutions built by African developers for Africa. And that's what, that's how they can actually relate with Cardano, and actually that adoption that we're looking at for, for Africa, you know, mm-hmm. Cardano in Africa. That's how they if there are solutions built, and these people start using the solution. That's how to, you know, get mass adoption. Yeah, and I and I honestly Many feel that's how you solve that's how you solve African problems as African developers. You know, it's um, I think it's naive to think that someone in a different country can know the problems that you're facing and know how to fix them. You know, exactly. I mean, we know our problems, we know the pain points, we know what we need to get done, you know, so uh, no one else can actually build that problem for us except us. So, and, you know, that's kind of like the backbone of what we're building. We want to let people that understand, you know, the continent and know what the problems are. We want those people to build solutions and we want to give them the tool or we want to incubate them or give them the materials they need to build solutions to solve the problems we have in Africa. That's why we're building ABCD in a nutshell. So, exactly. So that's 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 the whole that's the whole deal. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, so a couple questions. So as far as um, you're saying, you're providing a, a place for people to. So you said that a lot of people don't have laptops, and um, people that want to be developers don't have access to. Um, these resources will you guys be charging for these resources um so if so say i wanted to actually come and it got funded and you guys started building this and it was all put together um what do i have to pay um to get the education from you guys 
So right now we're actually uh, interviewing like a lot of developers and both female and male developers, and we're actually incentivizing them to 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 learn and build their skill to build the solution. So right now we are handpicking like the best developers. So they're not actually paying. We are actually uh, going to like pay them to actually learn and build these solutions. So they are not paying, and we're just handpicking the best of them. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, I, I misunderstood that. I, I thought that um, specifically you were looking for people that didn't have much developing experience, um, and then you were going to teach them um, to then work towards to, to do the solutions. No, no, no. Okay, because uh, for, the, for the challenge we're having, how do we get, uh, how do we get like, businesses or entrepreneurs and developers to build on Cardano. Uh, if you if we get like amateurs to start learning Malo right now, is they'll have to start learn, learning how to actually be like JavaScript developers, Python and all that before. But we want to have people that are already good at what they do and then to be easier and seamless for them to transition, learn these things, this technology and to be faster to, us to solve you know, the challenge for the fund within six months and have, uh, you know, good results and, you know, get to the target of what we're doing faster. And yeah. then when we, uh, yeah, so when we grow further and expand, we can actually have, uh, should I say, the spaces for other people like junior developers to learn, you know, and, you know, harness the skill better. But right now it's not for junior developers. Right now it's for people that actually know their stuff. You know, it's easier actually to solve the problem, you know, the challenge that we have. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And, and if you were starting from kind of square one for people that didn't have any developing experience, you wouldn't have uh, really the solutions that you're looking for in, in a reasonable amount of time, you know? So yeah, I, I see completely where you're coming from. So, um, how much, how much are you guys asking for, um, from Catalyst and, and is this the, the first time that you're getting funding and will you look for funding more in the future? So in, in total, we're asking for uh, three hundred and thirty-five uh, thousand ADA. That's around. Uh, last time I checked, that's around. Uh, that was around thirty k, thirty thousand dollars. And we plan to achieve sustainability within a short time. So we may not be asking for funding, you know, subsequently. Maybe we might ask for two or more, you know. But right now, until. We, in Australia, we just ask for funding until we get sustainable. So we don't plan to keep coming back for funding because we're incubating these startups and we're going to have businesses, you know, within our space. So we plan to um, utilize that as well to to make us sustainable, basically. Okay. So yeah, yeah. So you're you're looking for funding and then to move towards sustainability. Awesome. Um, exactly. So what what problems do you see in Africa? that are at the top of your mind that you would like to fix with these developers? And um, So uh, basically, right now, like I said, you know, from the beginning, we have a lot of land issues. Um, like right now, literally, it's so bad that, I mean, someone can just take your land, <laughs> you know, just come to you and take your land. And there are no records uh, to actually go through and they're not, you know, authentic records, you know. Yeah, so, they, so like, how would they do that? that? Like, forcibly? They can just forcibly take your land? People forcibly take people, other people's land. Yes, that has happened a lot of times. And, I mean, from, from 
I have more money than you. I can just make up anything, pay anybody, bribe anybody, and tell them it's my land. What are you going to do? You know, there's nothing to run back to. So, but if these things are registered on blockchain and everybody can see who has the land, actually, and then there's no there's no point. I mean, you just solve that problem. You know? So we want to solve land registry company uh, problems, and you know, like add to that, we already have companies, um, startups, actually, that want to do that. So this company called Lava Process uh, is a real estate pr uh, project that wants to solve land registry problem and also tokenize land uh, properties in Africa. So they are called Lava Process. So these are the kind of companies we're, we're looking to incubate within our space, you know, to help them, you know, until they get to sustainability and also, you know, coach and mentor them, you know, how to go about that within our, our space. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and and from my perspective, um, we we don't really have any land issues in the United States, but um, there are a lot of like minor issues that come from um, the current way that we do things. And and what's really interesting to me is the fact that Africa Africa can actually skip that step, right? You guys can go to totally. land registry with with NFTs and and have a much more efficient and a much better system without having this this middle phase that we have here. And you guys can do that not only um, more efficiently, but you can do it quicker. You know, and and it's right. It's like the way we like totally. I mean, Africa has leapfrogged a lot of uh, things. You know, <laughs> because of technology, like you know, like mobile payments. We we just. We just own that man <laughs> and you know that's 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 what it means that every part of africa right now is like ripe for that's how i put it every part of africa is ripe for disruption so if there's a viable technology we're just going to leapfrog what we're going to do right now with blockchain technology in the next five years it's just going to be mind-blowing because we can adapt to these technologies because they solve direct they solve our problem directly and it's easier for us to just move transition because every other thing doesn't work so we are going to leapfrog, you know, with blockchain technology for sure. Yeah, that's just, that's so interesting from my perspective, you know, because I, I feel like um, in the United States, we're just, we're stuck. You know, there's a lot of just old things that are stuck that are going to be really hard to move and and really, it, it almost, it feels there's no hope for change other than cryptocurrency, you know, and and I feel that the currency will come before we get the um, the other nice ba nice aspects of it, like uh, land registry and and maybe college degrees on a blockchain and and stuff like that. Right. You know, because it, right. it in the future financial system, you know, you're going to have to have land registries on the blockchain um, to be able to get collateralized loans. You know, so right. it's it's something that if we want this to progress, you know, we're going to need these um our, our, our property is as non-fungible tokens and i don't know just maybe it's a pessimistic perspective but uh, at least here i just don't see it happening anytime soon without some um some major disruptions you know right right well it, it's gonna happen actually eventually and these are the kind of things we talk about on you know the afro fin lab podcast uh you know like for you know on uh, going back to your point like, like we don't have access Funding. Like we don't have access to finances here in Africa. Why? Because most times we don't have uh, good identity <laughs> solutions. Like we don't have identity, so you can't really give out money to someone that doesn't have a record, you know, identity. So with blockchain technology, like we have like a dollar prism, we can actually have people's identity 
and then it's easier for you to dispose funds, right? So um, these are the kind of things we want to see. People want to have like a good identity system, but there's only one way we can have that is if, we, if it's built on the blockchain system, right? So mm. if we're looking at have some, you know, some startups that we're talking to, and they're talking to us as well. Startups that can incubate. Some of them are identity uh, um, solution companies. Some of them are like real estate. I already said, and some of them want to do things like, you know, esports, <laughs> and some of them want to do even more. Uh, there's a project uh, uh, that wants to deal with uh, incentivizing people to uh, to donate blood. You know, and that's like a big issue in Africa. You know, so these are the kind of things that actually affect lives directly, you know, and uh, <clears throat> we are really happy to actually have these people on board. Uh, you know, that tells you what the big picture, what we're really trying to do with ABCD. You know, it's not just, okay, you know, get people to develop on Cardano, but Cardano, with Cardano, we can actually solve real problems, you know, in Africa. And we just need to train people to actually learn how to solve this problem using technology that's been made available to them so yeah yeah that's awesome yeah i i know i keep harping on this but there is there this is just so interesting to me are there any other things besides um like you said uh, identity management uh property management blood or any there any other things that you guys are looking at do you think that's a a huge problem um maybe for example we're having um, a lot of inflation here in the united states you know uh, because of the lockdowns from the coronavirus you know one thing that a lot of people and a lot of businesses are worried about um is the hyperinflation you know so what other problems if any i mean okay well uh we're also looking at as as a there's also a startup uh, that's dealing with um, agriculture, which is also like a big problem. So IHP is actually also doing that for Ethiopia, right? So we also have projects like that in Africa. Uh, sorry, in Nigeria specifically. And Nigeria is actually uh, the, the largest uh, population in Africa. It has 200 million people. So uh, if you're solving um, agricultural problem, you're really saving the nation, you know, and mm -hmm. that's like a big deal here. So, you know, to, to solve uh, this kind of ideas we have when we think about creating like a center for the, uh, you know developers to learn how to do build the solutions. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. I didn't know there was 200 million people that lived in Nigeria, and you said that's the uh, the biggest country in Africa. Yes, that's the biggest. We are the largest uh, by population. Well, yeah, I mean that's just that almost. It's almost up to the as there's like 300 million in the United States, you know. So that's two thirds of that, and I just I wouldn't have expected yeah. it, you know. <laughs> um, oh, also I wanted to mention that the uh, the pa the podcast that he just talked about is going to be a link down below. So if you guys want to check out his podcast um, and get some more insights on Africa, then then make sure you do you guys do click that link. Um, is that is that on YouTube? Yes, on YouTube. You can just you know search in Afrofin Lab one word Afrofin Lab and you know you find us. Cool. Yep. And then I'll have that link down below. Um, uh, is there really is there anything else that you wanted to talk out talk about today? Anything else that you wanted to uh, let the let the audience know about? Um, well, there's been a lot of updates. I mean, coming from yesterday, my mind is like blown. <laughs> you know, from the updates I uh, mm -hmm. That's like really interesting. You know, thinking about like having ERC 
C20 converter and native to tokens within Cardano. And Charles talking about how that has like the same importance. And, uh, you know, I think he used the analogy of citizenship, but I'm not sure how he put it. But the point is, uh, it has the same uh, importance as Cardano does, you know, and having to think about the fact that we can port uh, other like tokens within Ethereum over to, you know, Cardano blockchain, that tells you how huge you know, Gogan is going to be, you know, if you're not excited about Cardano, I mean, you need to start getting ready. <laughs> I mean, it's no jokes, it's serious, and this is very interesting. These are the kind of things, the kind of updates that I hear about this project that it makes me really excited and, you know, actually very, you know, proud to represent Cardano and talk to people about it because no other project is doing it like, like Cardano is doing it right now, and no other project comes close, you know, so, you know, if you're, if you're in doubt about Cardano, you just need to check out what, what they're doing behind the curtains and, you know, look at these updates and, you know, get excited for the future of Cardano. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one thing yeah. that I was thinking of is, is I, I really do, I really did enjoy that presentation. But if you were trying to solve these problems with the Ethereum blockchain, it would just be too expensive. I mean, even in the United States, um, I, I wanted to mess around with Ethereum a little bit to really see what's going on over there. I hadn't, I don't have any experience with DAP, so um, I just moved a little bit of ADA over there just to try it out. Um, and and I, I spent like an inordinate amount of money in fees just trying a couple things, you know, just just moving a couple other tokens around. And and when you like it, it, due to economies of scale, it's just putting land registry on the Ethereum blockchain would just be too expensive and, and not possible in many countries in Africa. Right, exactly. So, I mean, it's not gonna, it's not, it's not an option. <laughs> no yeah. one's going to do it, right? No one wants to lose that kind of money. <laughs> uh, I, I think I saw one of the tweets where you, I think you said that, but I was just laughing, like, <laughs> we are not going to try that. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, that's why if, like, Cardano is actually... In a sense, you know, I said this a lot. In a sense, Cardano is built for Africa. If you think about it, right? <laughs> you know, because it's it's seamless, it's charges less fee, and then it's it's more scalable. So mm -hmm. whatever ideas, whatever you want to build on the blockchain, it's like there's a world for you to do that that allows it to be scalable, allows it to be seamless for other people to use. And that's Cardano. Yeah, yeah. It I love that statement that that Cardano's built for Africa. Um, what what led you to what led you to think that? You know, um, besides everything that we've talked about today, like how is uh, Cardano spe specifically built for Africa? And I think Charles did have Africa um, in mind in his mind a lot. And if you look back at the um, the TED talk that he did, um, and then also the the whiteboard video, I think Cardano was built for Africa. You know, right? Exactly. I mean, if you watch all the video, I mean. When I started, like, learning about Cardano, obviously, I started watching, like, you know, Charles' uh, talks, you know, some, all the summits that he's been going to. And he always mentioned third world, third world countries in Africa a lot. And, you know, he he not just talked about it, he actually went down to Africa, you know, Ethiopia, you know, Rwanda, these countries of Africa. He's seen the problems, you know, of third world countries, and he, he understands, uh, and they have that in view when they're building what they're building for, you know, you know, for the blockchain ecosystem. They have Africa in mind. How is this going to allow for more people, you know, that don't have that have like, you know, identity issues or you know, identity management problems? How are we going to build something to actually have that managed in a better way, 
you know, on the blockchain system. And he has Africa in mind, you know, thinking about land registry here, you know, we can't really have, uh, you know, land registry solutions on Ethereum. Blockchain is not scalable. So I feel like in his mind also, or in the developer's mind, they are thinking about, you know, how they can have Africa come on board seamlessly when they're building these things. And it, because, like you said, you don't really have that problem. You don't have that. You don't even know what land registry problem <laughs> is mm -hmm. like. But we do have that problem. We see everything. I mean, you go, you just walk around in, in the streets in Africa and Nigeria, and you see like, you know, some lands, and they have like signposts or signposts that says land is not for sale. Why do they have it there? Because if you don't have it there, someone's going to sell the land. <laughs> you know, so things like that. <laughs> you know, these so, are the things so that that's so that's what they do. They just sell the land. You'll have someone else that's. Um, presumably a bad actor that will just actually sell the property of someone else and then probably just run off with the money, right? Exactly. That happens almost every other time. So what what yeah, does the person so living there have, like what securities do they have of the, the other person that's presumably moving in, you know? Uh, what security do they have against that? Well, usually, I mean... <laughs> Who's richer, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm, I just, so if you have more money, you're just going to fight for what's yours, right? Because, mm -hmm. like, you can't really trust, like, you know, the systems they have set up. I mean, what if I bribe the judge? What if I bribe somebody? But with the blockchain, you don't have to bribe nobody. You don't have to trust nobody. You don't have to pay nothing to anybody. Yeah. Right? Because it's just there. Mm -hmm. Co right? Code is law, you know? <laughs> Code is law, definitely. So... Definitely. So that's um that's how I feel when you know talking about how Cardano you know is built specifically for for Africa. Yeah, I don't know. Just something about that quote is beautiful, man. Cardano is built for Africa. I really like that. Um, that's a that's a good thing to end on. Um, but if you guys enjoyed yeah. this video, uh, make sure you leave a like on it, click that notification bell, and comment down below. Uh, thank you so much for Josh for coming on. Uh, I think people are really going to enjoy this podcast, and I think you have a, a very inspiring story. And I'm I'm excited to see what comes from um, ABCD. Uh, make sure you guys check out the link down below. Uh, there'll be two links. Um, there'll be the link to the Catalyst um, ABCD proposal, and there'll also be a link to his podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's good to be here. Yeah, no problem, man. Um, yeah, I would I would like to have you on again in the future as as uh, ABCD progresses and as more comes out about it. Um, yeah, I'm really interested in it. So, but I hope you guys all have a good weekend. For sure. Goodbye. <laughs>